Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. This week we pulled a switcheroo and Dana Ehrman as our resident expert for Cycle 8, Episode 10 of America's Next Top Model. Check out Dana on Twitter and Instagram at Airhead, that's E-H-R underscore H-E-A-D. Follow us on Twitter at T-O underscore pod and Instagram at Welcome to Reality M-K-E. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us. And now on to the show. Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason uh, here again with my buddy Dana Airman. Dana, how are you? I'm doing well, buddy. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, I'm so excited because we decided to kind of pull a switcheroo um, and watch something that isn't current, right. but it's current in my heart and your heart. <laughs> Always at the forefront. Which is America's Next Top Model, and you picked the episode, and I have to say, you did a great job. Your opinion of the episode, <laughs> like, if I picked well, was so heavy on my mind. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you the last time I felt that kind of pressure, and yeah. I'm being genuine and earnest <laughs> when I say that. Um, you but, did great. You, we, I just want to say it really quick. You picked Cycle 8, Episode 10. And it is called The Girl Who Blames the Taxi Driver, which for some reason I forgot that all of the episodes are titled The Girl Who blank, 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 whatever it is. And I just want to say it's a pet peeve of mine. They're women. They're adults. I hate when people call so TJ Lavin on the challenge does it all the time too, where he calls them girls. Okay. All of, all of them are adults, but. Very true. Yeah. But you know what's funny is like uh, growing up watching this, you know, I would be like 14 yeah. and these like 22 year olds seem so like mature <laughs> to me. And now that I'm 28 and older than most of all of them, I'm like, they're such babies. They don't know a thing about the world. Yeah, yeah. But no, they should be called women, yes. <laughs> no, you're totally right because I, so just as a background, I did watch this season. I watched, or this cycle as they call them. Yes. Um, the terminology is important. <laughs> it is like that's how if you're talking to someone about this show and they call it a season I just know to stop talking to them because they actually don't know jack shit casual viewer that's what I would say um but no I I watched I loved this show I I watched all the season cycles oh god now I'm gonna now I've I've like messed with my own brain I kind of um, want to stop talking to you because I don't know I know now I'm scared <laughs> please talk to me because it's all I want to do is talk about this forever. Um, but you are the expert in the ANTM world. You really are. Look, that's, that title is also a heavy burden uh, <laughs> to bear, but it is something like, um, it's the reality show I've spent the most time watching. It's the one I'm most familiar with. It's, uh, it used to be on, 
television all the time and i'm talking like not even that current cycle but like you could go to vh1 and they would do a marathon all day and i often did that yes yes and as did i and if you would like stumble upon the cycle where the the woman cheats on her boyfriend you were like oh yes here we go and, and you're not <laughs> leaving you're, you're canceling your plans you're watching that season you know absolutely. <laughs> I, absolutely that was an episode that crossed my mind um but I, i'll tell you so in high school like i discovered it and i spent like every weekend doing those marathons and i caught up to the point where it was current Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I continued to watch when it was current um, through my freshman year of college. And this is what happened to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> like going to college and like moving away for the first time, it was honestly like devastating for me. Like it was super hard. Like the first month was really yeah. miserable. Sure. And it's just like hard it was it was hard to like figure out how to meet people at first i mean everything obviously worked out great but just at first so i was doing laundry in the basement of my dorm and there was this other girl who was doing it and we started talking to the point where i was like i might have a friend here like <laughs> there could be there could be something and i just remember you know we just we chit chatted the whole time and at the end I was like, do you watch America's Next Top Model? Because like the next night was the next episode. And she was like, sort of. And I was like, do you want to watch it? And she was like, no. Mm. And never talked to her again. <laughs> so. You, you know what's funny is um, I think uh, both ANTM and project runway were definitely shows that like in college i got together with my friends and watched live so i was just googling to see what what year this this season was and this was 2007 so that would have been like my senior year of college so i definitely was like every week live watching this show like with yeah. friends totally like that that was like our jam to do yeah but like, did this potential friend of mine, uh, was she rejecting ANTM or was she rejecting me? Good question. Um, combo. <laughs> you know what? Rejecting one or the other, it doesn't matter. The, the, wh whichever one she's rejecting, you don't want her. Well, Get that's rid of her. Also, they're so interwoven. Yeah, yeah. There's no such thing. <laughs> well, if you were like, and we actually met again and we're best friends and I just totally shit on her. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Never talked again. And you know what? I had a ton of friends. Yeah. Take that non-ANTM lady. Mm -hmm. She's missing out. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I have a couple things just like off the top of my head before we get into the actual episode. Um, one, I remember like, so the, the opening to this show, the first part of it is like, pictures of former winners yeah. and I remember thinking like when this show when this cycle aired they um I remember feeling like was it not doing well like it felt like they were trying to prove that they like these models have actually 
like we've turned out some good models. And I don't know why I felt that way when this show aired, but I just wanted to throw it out there because I remember like this was the first season I think where they did that in the beginning like title sequence where they were like, these are the winners from the former seasons. And it just feels weird on cycle eight to do that. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. In in my memory, I feel like they started that before this cycle. Maybe they did. I don't doubt <laughs> that they did have in their mind, like, people are starting to realize that nothing comes of winning this show. So we've got to make it seem like it does. Yes, and and to that point, what at the very end of the episode, they list off what you win for the show, which is fairly impressive. But I remember then and I remember now <laughs> that I was always bewildered that I never saw a CoverGirl ad with one of the winners, which is part of the, I think like, I think later on there was maybe one or two that I saw like an end cap at like a Walgreens or something like that or a CVS. But I always was like, what is the $100,000 contract with CoverGirl? Like, what are you doing? Like, what do you get out yeah. of it? strange i will say the the biggest thing i ever saw was um cycle six winner danielle did make an appearance in a covergirl commercial she was not the feature like she didn't mm. like mine but she was prominently in it and that's okay. the biggest deal i've ever seen i i know i have stumbled upon um some of the alum, I'm not sure about winners, but definitely alum, it, like in acting here and there. Yes. Yeah. Like definitely like law and order <laughs> CSI type shows for sure. And I'm sure, I'm sure I'm forgetting someone who is doing a, a, a big thing, but Joni, the one who they like sawed her teeth down or like they took out her snaggle tooth and put in a fake one. Runner um, up cycle six, yeah. Yeah, she was the um I don't know what you call it. Uh I guess like on the the revamp of trading spaces, she was the person who like made the the furniture yeah, is it like a, just a I don't know if she's actually a carpenter, but like that was the role she played on the show. So like um uh, I was like that's that's a get, Joni. Good for you. Honestly, like, yeah, to parlay this into uh, into that kind of role, mm -hmm. great, fantastic. I love it. I love that for her. Yeah, me too. And I can't, I can't go by without acknowledging Eva was a Real Housewife of Atlanta for a cup for three or four seasons, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I mean. So there's been like acting and you'll see stuff here or there, but in terms of like what you actually are led to believe that this show mm -hmm. means to, mm -hmm. very little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in the field. Yeah. I mean, basically everybody gets a free portfolio, which is probably a huge, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it costs a lot of money to put a portfolio together to actually try and get into the modeling world. No doubt, yeah. But I wonder, this show is obviously a, a show and they do some of the wildest shit for photo shoots. <laughs> do you think that um, 
you know, you go into a real modeling agency with your portfolio and they're like, uh, why the fuck do you have this photo? Like, <laughs> you know, like why there was, uh, I think cycle four, you and I have talked about this many times. Why do you have a photo where uh, you're pretending to be a different race and you got a milk mustache? Yeah, like, I would. I would maybe ditch the uh, those photos. Um, yeah. yeah, those are tough. I would also maybe ditch um, the ones <laughs> where they are uh, like different gender for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. It just. It doesn't. It didn't feel like for the right reason, you know? It just, it felt gross. So I don't know if that's true or not. I'd have to rewatch that. Although I think that's this cycle because when they did the like, here are all the photos the person took, I think there was a, a one where she was dressed as a man. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. I think earlier in the cycle, it was like they did celebrity couples. So they had to be <laughs> like... Yeah. The, the woman and the man in said couple. Okay. Oh, oh I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back through that. Yeah. I, I honestly could spend hours just if there was a website where I could just click through every photo that's ever been featured on ANTM. I could do that for hours. Just hours. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I could. This and this is a show where it's like. I have a list of stuff I want to watch, like all these prestige shows. Mm-hmm. And like every time I'm like, all right, which one? Rewatch America's Next Time Model? Okay. Okay. Well, as I was mentioning to you off air, my my brother just downloaded Pluto TV on our, like the app on our, on our um, TV. And it's, they just have all these channels that are just running like, uh, there's like a survivor channel, there's a uh, challenge channel, et cetera, et cetera. And there is no ANTM channel. And I was blown away. I was like, how is that possible? Like VH1 used to just run it all the time. And I don't, I, it's, it's baffling. Yeah. VH1, the WB, remember the WB? Oh, you betcha. Uh, CW probably at some, when it, well, I, it was on CW mm-hmm. like most recently. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. there are, I read there are 24 cycles. Is that? Wow. Right. I, I watched through 15. And I, for me, the quality, to, to me, one through nine, yeah. that's the stuff. Yeah. That's the meat of the show. I'd have to go back and check. I did watch it probably longer than I should have. <laughs> and then I did jump back in a couple times because I, I watched Niall DeMarco's uh, season, who is also probably should be on our list of actually successful alums. Um, and there was one other like men, women, because I also watched the UK US version or that that cycle where it was like UK versus US. Yeah. Uh, so I know I jumped back in at some point and then got out again. <laughs> you were like, what's missing in my life? <gasps> I know. It's like, why not? Let's do this. <laughs> I think I think there is something to like one through nine. There, <laughs> the illusion that it mattered if you won was strong. I feel yeah. like the longer you go, 
the less you believe that. And that makes it a little less fun for me. Like, I like when it's like the stakes are fucking <laughs> high. Yeah, and I seem to remember the prizes got less and less prestigious. Like, I feel like at some point it was like an online spread at Marie Claire or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it became like a cover of Seventeen magazine. And it yeah. would be like, they would have the normal cover and then it, you'd have the back cover upside down. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, one other thing I, want, I wanted to talk about. Um, one I just wanted you to to tell me is is Brittany the one who got that insane bright red extension look at the beginning? She is indeed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why in this episode when she's getting hair and makeup for the photo shoot. She's like, I see they're uh, putting everybody in weaves just as long as they don't sew it in. That's what made me think about it. But again, when they did that like collage of photos at the end, they, like, they didn't show her with that. So they must have taken those out real quick, huh? <laughs> I think so. Well, and, and we'll talk about it. But it, at this point, it becomes a question of really how bad was it? versus how much of a whiner she was it was definitely both yeah but i don't know <laughs> to which extreme it pointed yeah so let me ask you really quick before we'll go into it because this is a go see episode so it's it's you know it's a standard uh episode for the for these like every season of antm but do you remember who you were rooting for when you originally watched the show and or when you rewatched the whole season, the last time you watched the whole season. Wow. Um, I think that rewatching, mm -hmm. and can mm -hmm. I say who wins? Does that sure? So Jasmine wins. Yeah. And I think definitely rewatching, like I'm good with that. Yeah. Like I feel like she does well. And she's just like a fun, nice person. And she's, <laughs> and she's got a nice story because she had like tried out for the cycle before and didn't get picked. And so it was like that redemption story, like she came back and not only did she make the show, but she won it. I mean, who? And I also, I like Dion a lot. Yeah. Funny. But originally, I probably wasn't, none of them were probably my favorite. There was a girl, Whitney, who I liked. Um, oh, yes, I remember Whitney. But, so maybe her. Well, that's kind of what I was going to mention, though, because, like, Jessalyn, I don't remember liking her as, like, a f when I watched it originally, which I could be wrong, because, of course, that was however many years ago. But I thought she was so lovely on this episode and like everything she did was so cute and made me laugh and I really liked her. And, um, but I remember like being a huge fan of Natasha and now I'm like, I don't have any clue why. <laughs> like, not that there was anything wrong with her, but I, I don't know that she was particularly like interesting. <laughs> like, no, I agree. I remember at the time, like the consensus among some of my friends was like, we love Natasha. And I was just sort of like, I don't dislike her. But I, yeah, I'm just yeah. like, 
really ambivalent. Like, <laughs> I hope her, I hope her uh, marriage situation was kosher. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, me too. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, well, I guess we'll start because with the just the preface of every ghosty episode, which is that they need to go to various designers, try and book quote unquote book jobs, um, but they need to be back by four thirty sharp. Uh, it's so imperative to be on time. It's so imperative to be on time. So I mean, the goal is is twofold. It's one. You want to impress the designers at each agency enough that they tell Tyra they would want to book you for something. Right. But also being on time. <laughs> and again, this is cycle eight at this point. Mm -hmm. Being on time is one of the main things for this challenge because you will get disqualified and you will not win. And it doesn't matter if you go to an extra one and book an extra one if you don't get back on time and yeah. this is always a trope that happens on the show where someone's like i might be late but i'm gonna go to one more <laughs> absolutely absolutely and it, um clearly clearly they've never seen a previous cycle when they do that because it's <laughs> like Girl, you know you know better but Here's the thing. So they are in a different country at this point. Yes. Yeah. So in this particular cycle, it's Australia, but really it's ghosties are always in whatever second place they travel to. Right. And I just, so this is what they do. They, they have like taxis. Yeah. And they go around and essentially, all they have to do is like point at the map to the taxi driver and just be like, that's where I want to go. And then this local dude will drive them there. Yeah. And I just want to say how much easier they have it. Yes. When they can just show the taxi driver and it's also an English speaking country. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in, was it the first cycle? Whenever they went to Paris, it was literally like, go find him. Like, yeah. they didn't have anyone, like, helping. Like, Yeah. And I seem to remember, like, a, a cycle where they went to Thailand, I believe, where they were literally just taking, like, the, like those little, like, tuk-tuk things where they just yeah. had to, like, catch one. Like, and I, yes, I was watching this when I was like, oh, they just have a taxi person to take them. And, and there's no communication barrier. Uh, so, like, they have it so much easier than anyone else, except for the episode where they go to London, the cycle yeah. where they go to London. So, that being said, <laughs> the gals, they, they go on the go-sees, and yeah, is there a point where you want to start? Who do you want to talk about first? Oh boy. Uh, well, let's just start with, with Brittany because she obviously is getting the villain at it this episode. And I assume the, at least the last couple, because the, um, the like last time on portion, everybody sort of expressed that they were mad that JL went home instead of 
Brittany, who, by the way, when they first showed JL, I was like, Jade was on this season? And then I realized it was not Jade. They look very similar. (laughs) I did watch it on my phone, though, so it may just be that it was small, and I, they're, like, generally... But yeah, Brittany, she gets the villain edit and I'm I'm not mad about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so not a Brittany fan. There's I hate to be mean, but what's what's likable? It was <laughs> First of all, it's easy to to not like her on this show because she just the way that she treated treated that taxi driver was so upsetting to me. Like, just very yelling, constantly being like, you know, I can't believe, like, you did this. And it just, it was hard to like her in Absolutely. this episode. And, but even, even despite that, she... She doesn't, I don't know. I don't want to be one of those ANTM people that like um, puts someone down because they're not as like bubbly as someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she is just like not good at interacting with others, period. Yes. <laughs> but I will say, okay, so before they start the ghosties, they are told that the ghosties are judged on um, runway walk, Mm -hmm. pictures, and personality. Right. And I will say, hearing that in a vacuum, Mm -hmm. I would think, personality, why? Why? Yeah. Why are they being judged on personality, honestly? Like, you don't want them to be a dick. Right, yeah. Like, you know, why do they have to have a bubbly personality to walk the runway? Like... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I totally agree. But having said that, where she knows personality is one of the things, <laughs> she like, she even says like, I don't know how to small talk. And it's just like painfully awkward as she's <laughs> sitting there not saying anything to anyone. They definitely, they, the, the editors really deserve an A plus on this one though. Cause they put in this music that was very like, it was basically, <laughs> it was like the music version of like crickets chirping. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just, she just sat there and I could feel the people looking at her portfolio just being like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think one of them at some point said like, are you liking Australia? And she was like, yes, I do. I am terrible as someone who is also very bad at small talk like I understand but it's weird to be in a room with two people who are looking at your pictures and like just silent just being silent like small talk is awful you don't have to enjoy it yeah you have to be the best at it but like yeah when someone says are you enjoying your time in Australia you need to expound um, there was a that just to jump really quick. There was a point where Natasha was walking, doing her runway walk, and the the designer was talking to her, and she either didn't hear or didn't know she was he was talking to her because he like asked her a couple of questions and she just <laughs> did not respond. Um, so th- 
<laughs> so maybe it's just awkward in general for everybody, I guess. I'll give I'll maybe give her that. I mean, I I will say it seems like a nightmare. Yeah, oh yeah, god, yeah. Such a nightmare. Um so hats off to them for for even doing it. Um before we circle back to kind of the main Britney thing, mm-hmm. um, should we talk about the other girl? Can I can I say one more thing about Britney's ghosties, and then and then we can switch to the to another girl. There was one person or one of the the people who were booking. Uh, I don't remember which ghost ghostie she was at, but they said something like, "Britney did a lot of work." Or like, hold on, let me get it right. Brittany did a lot of work with her runway walk, and so I don't think we'd we'd host or hire her. And it was so much like a, she looked like she had a lot of fun out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I have a joke about this with my stand up. Like someone being like, they give you a lot of credit for trying, you know? <laughs> give you a lot of credit. <laughs> Yeah, like something you just don't want to hear. Yeah, yeah, like, but to be fair, she was, like, okay, this is a little bit like Top Chef, because there, like, there's no way I could do, like, a serious runway walk, or, like, wear heels, or anything that looks good, but, (laughs) like, her walk was pretty horrible, like, pretty atrocious. Atrocious was the word that was just about to come out of my mouth. And yeah, okay. Fully Who do knowing, you want to? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, fully knowing, like you said, that I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you you just know uh, that was no good. Sure. Who? Where do you want to go next? Uh, I'd like to go to Dion uh, because <laughs> there are two things. One, I think it's hysterical that she really made the point of the Gosies to ask the designers if she could keep whatever she was modeling for them. It was unbelievable. The gall. The gall. I feel, so I remember when I watched this cycle the first time being like appalled, like embarrassed. <laughs> but then when I watched it this time, for some reason I was just like, this is so funny and I love like I feel like the first time she genuinely was like kind of kidding like when she was like I don't even want to take it off and they were like oh you can have it or whatever and then she was just like it's on a light bulb (laughs) yeah like ooh, that worked and I never came up like I was waiting for them to to like use it as like Tyra wasn't like hey not cool to do like the person (laughs) The person who was doing like the judging on the the mini channel or the ghosty challenge didn't bring it up. Like no, it never came up again. Well, you know what? I this is a, a far out there theory, but I wonder if the designers who like acquiesced and were like, "Yeah, you can keep it," were like too embarrassed to like put that in their notes because they gave in. Maybe like <laughs> they're like, "I don't want to admit that I did that." <laughs> that I you know weak. Yeah, there was one at the end that was like, you can buy it. <laughs> yeah, now that was a line in itself. But, I mean, you described it perfectly. I used to be so embarrassed by it, but now I'm like, do your thing. Like, get <laughs> something. Like, get yours. Um, 
the only thing I don't even know that I wrote too much about hers except for that which made me laugh but the only thing that like really I had a moment of like the most cringe I've ever felt was one of the designers was looking at her and she was wearing a black dress and he said quote oh I love a bit of black on black yeah did not love that what if you said that today, rightfully, yeah, would have something to say about it. It was wild. I mean, it, it, I was like, I was shocked. <laughs> but that's the kind of thing where, like, we're talking about watching this as a young person. It gets said, and then nothing ever comes of it. You're like, well, I guess, I guess that was fine. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like now. No. So, I mean, I know that there's kind of like this push of like all the things that were inappropriate on ANTM is like a big sort of talking point. Yeah. And there, I will get to more uh, portions of this episode that I was like, ugh. Uh, but yeah, that definitely like hit me as like, I was just like, oh God. And like, she didn't react, which is like, not that she has to for it to be inappropriate because I'm, God, I'm sure she's heard insane worse but it it was just oh it was so cringy <laughs> sorry to we're, like we're so much on the same um yeah we're so much on the same wavelength about what we've written down to talk about that was next <laughs> on my list um but oh i forgot to quote dion i'm in shopping heaven it's like you're not shopping at all <laughs> you're wearing what they tell you to wear and then you're asking if you keep it. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like the equivalent of going to a job interview and being like, hey, can I keep this stapler? I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Who do you want to go to next? Um, well, to be honest, we've, there's Natasha, Renee, and Jasleen. And I don't have a lot written down. Me neither. I mean, there were no hugely comedic moments. They really just kind of move about to their go-sees. And I think for the most part, the designers really liked them. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really write much down either. Um, the only thing I wrote was Renee's hair, eek. I don't know why they gave her like a weird mullet that is like not blonde. It's, I would say it's yellow. Yeah. Yeah. It's yellow. And the the mullet's never more prominent than when they do the interviews. Yeah. Um, it's so in your face for that interview. Uh, it's, yeah. It's wild. I mean, do you think that ANTM gave girls makeovers, like, specifically to see, like, how bad they could make it? <laughs> if a girl would tolerate it you know I've thought about this a lot <laughs> just in my life yeah <laughs> because I so I wonder always did because it always felt like every season there was someone who was like I am a game I just don't want blank and then they would get whatever it was whether it was cut my hair very short or diet whatever whatever it may be and then so I always wondered if, like, because they had said that, 
they gave it to them or if it was just an edit that they put like they ask everyone what don't you like and then the few that it happens to they put you know what I mean like what the, yeah. the chicken or the egg of that is Absolutely. but now I think I think they do it on purpose <laughs> well and there's another trope too there's that one but there's also always one girl that's just like I'm a blank canvas like you you can do whatever like you can shave my head I'll be fine and they're the ones crying as they get just like a couple inches off of their yeah. head so um but yeah <laughs> yeah the one thing I don't want is dark brown shoulder length boom yeah 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 there was one woman one season who had I don't even remember her name now, but I'm sure you'll remember this. That she had long hair and she was like, I don't want it short. And they like pixie cut, not yeah, like like as short as you could possibly go on a woman, basically. And she cried, but she finally did it. And then the next photo shoot, she was just like, I don't feel sexy and basically quit. And I was like, they cut your hair off already. It's already cut off. Exactly. You might as well rock it because if you go home, it's not going to magically come back. Why don't you, why don't you show them, you know, like, but yeah, she was just like, uh, I'm going to go home. And it was like, that's the most nonsensical bullshit yeah. ever heard. Yeah, that well, was Sandra cycle five. See, this is why you're the, you're the expert on this one. The, the only woman I've ever actually felt like was legitimately sorry for because I'm someone who like true I truly do not care about my hair. Like I'm not this isn't a me. I'm going to cry later. Like I cut my own hair for a while. I've had every like color hair you can imagine. I just don't care. But um there was a season where a woman had her she had dark brown hair and they bleached it and they bleached it like cuz they wanted it like white white like platinum ice. Mhm. Mm and they bleached it like a hundred times and like having bleached my hair I'm naturally blonde and having bleached it to platinum it hurt so bad and she had to do it like 10 more times than I ever had to do it so I yeah. think she's the one who got the like flesh eating bacteria on her face yes. Michelle cycle four there you go she got, yeah where uh she got the flesh eating bacteria that like wasn't contagious but that didn't stop all the girls from freaking out <laughs> <laughs> speaking of do you want to just because speaking of iconic moments this episode has w what i would say is an iconic moment in the series the entire series it does but you know what yeah before that can we just yeah. go back to so Brittany's makeover was to get like a uh, red weave oh yes and <laughs> And she cried like when it was going in and she cried for several days after that because she said um, it was like itchy and also like very tight um, to the point where they did remove it. Yeah. But, you know, this is all, I can have my judgments. I've never had a weave though. Yeah. But Whitney on the show an African-American woman mm -hmm. seemed to think that Brittany was just whining where she's like, that's just what a weave is like, deal with it. Like, and so it's just another example of, uh, <laughs> of Brittany, you know, having a problem with something. Um, 
you know, yeah. not taking things very well. And I actually have a note about Brittany. I want to see if this makes sense to you because okay. it makes sense to me. If you knew Brittany in school, she would be that one girl who always wore a winter hat with like animal ears and tassels, just constantly. You know, did you know someone like that? Because I did. <laughs> Same energy. Uh, yes. <laughs> like that would be her, no doubt. <laughs> yeah for sure yeah I don't know what like how to just like the, it I don't know how to describe that energy but I know what you're saying like <laughs> yeah only a certain kind of person would make that their uniform yeah and she would be one of them yeah and I feel like she wore a lot of those shirts that were like t-shirts but um like the the neckline and and sleeves had the white piping on it and then they had like something cutesy on the front this might be before your time i'm older than you <laughs> but very like delia's uh like cutesy t-shirts that were just I, a little too short so you're like kind of like low midriff showed you know yeah yes mm -hmm. absolutely <laughs> got her pegged to a T. But yes, to, uh, to what you were saying, one of the most iconic moments of the show is that, um, you know, time is winding down. They got to get back from their go-sees. Mm -hmm. And Brittany comes out of one and she cannot find her cab driver. And she mm -hmm. immediately, you know, gets into a tizzy. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And she, she, when she finally meets up with him, She's like, I told you to meet me yep. over on this street. Yep. And he's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and, but that doesn't stop her from treating him awfully, oh, from yeah. throwing a tantrum, and from telling everyone here on out that it was the cab driver's fault. And credit to the editors. Yes. <laughs> yes. They go back right after she tells someone, uh, you know, I told him to meet me and he didn't. They go back and they show exactly what she said, and she did not do that. Absolutely did not. <laughs> he did exactly what she had told him to do, and he is the scapegoat. And it was at that point that I knew I wasn't going to like, that, like, I wasn't sure if Brittany was just getting a villain out of it or if we weren't going to like her, but I realized, I was like, oh, I can go ahead and not like her. And I will caveat this with, I understand that this was 2007 and she was very young and so she might be changing, but I'm talking about 2007, Brittany. Mm -hmm. I did not like her. Did not like the way she treated that cab driver. Very unfortunate. Love the editor that gave us that, that flashback though. Very fun. <laughs> So there was no question. We knew exactly what was up. But so like three of the girls um, make it back mm -hmm. to the agency on time. Natasha is one minute late. Yeah. And they were like, sorry, but it's so important to be on time. Yeah. Uh, and they made Natasha wait outside. Now, what do you think of that? I, it's important to be on time, but like a minute <sighs> in the real world. In the real world, I would say that's not important, but I think in the parameters of ANTM and, and most of these women should know that is part of it. Mm -hmm. I think 
you got to draw a line. Timer went off. She took it like a champ. She was like, dang, that stinks. Yeah. Dang, that stinks. I mean, that's what I, I guess that's, but yeah, in the, in the real world, like if someone was coming to interview with me and they were a minute late, would I, would I like hold that against them? No, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> no. But you're right. Within the parameters of ANTM, that's what was said and that's what you gotta go by. But so Natasha's sitting outside and Brittany uh, makes it back and she tries to go in and Natasha's just like, you're late. They're not going to let you in. And uh, Nicole, what happened? (laughs) Well, I would say Brittany didn't take it as well as Natasha did. (laughs) Fair, fair. I mean, she essentially throws her portfolio, starts yelling and screaming about how uh, it was the cab driver's fault and how it's total bullshit or whatever, uh, swearing to the point where the designer who is running this challenge can clearly hear her and is clearly can hear her so well that she is thrown off in what she is doing. Yeah, she can't even focus to award the winner. Yeah, I think she says something like, "Well, I guess Brittany understands she was disqualified." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's an understatement. (laughs) And and Natasha's sitting there, like, at first, just trying to tell her, like, "It's okay, like, it's not a big deal, it's fine," which just further enrages Brittany. (laughs) It's like, "Don't tell me it's gonna be okay." And then this is the part I would say is probably the most iconic in this entire scene where Natasha, who is from Russia, simply says, Brittany, there are countries that with wars in it. (laughs) I just want to tell you, uh, yeah, how did she word it? I should look and see exactly. I want, I wrote down, I want to tell you that people have war in their countries. Yeah. Some people have war in their countries. <laughs> which yeah. is like totally true. Uh, which is totally true. And like, it's, it's a, it's not a bad mindset to come to things with that, like, uh, you know, to, to put yourself into perspective and, and recognize your privilege and those sorts of things. But in that moment, it was just so out of left field. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, Natasha, you're, you're right. <laughs> Some people do have war in their countries. I guess it was so out of left field. And we don't get to see Brittany's reaction to specifically that, do we? I, I don't think so. I mean, she was sitting on the couch, on like a couch kind of. And so it was kind of hard to, she, she definitely didn't like blow up in reaction in the way she did when Natasha was just like just relax it's fine it's no big deal but she also didn't go like huh you know what you're right and in respect of those countries and people who live there I will calm down (laughs) yeah no um yeah I, I really enjoy I like I don't I again I that scene was like very iconic in my brain and for some reason it it until we saw the shot of her sitting kind of like on top of something and Brittany on the couch I was like oh I forgot this was coming (laughs) (laughs) oh um want to tell you some people have war in their countries 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I was upset about something and someone said that to me, I think it would just make me just go like silent as well. Like I would just be like, all right. There there ain't nothing you could say back to that. (laughs) I loved it. I could, um, if, if you want to not move on, please let me know. But the one thing I wanted to talk about is, um, so Jasmine wins the challenge. She, uh, books the most quote unquote books, the most jobs. There's no real jobs, but, um, <laughs> I want to talk about the, the prize that she won. Oh, I forgot about this. I didn't write anything down. <laughs> <laughs> what she won was going to the top of a of the sydney harbor bridge which beautiful amazing to take photos yes which just feels like she won work but (laughs) like, like the other thing is they have to be like strapped in to what they're climbing because it's very steep and very high yeah um so she's wearing this like jumpsuit (laughs) <laughs> so right? it's like really like windbreaker type stuff and obviously like the wind on top of a bridge is just like whipping your hair back and forth it so was, it's just like for your portfolio this is a photo you're gonna put in there yeah because you're just wearing this ugly jumpsuit I mean like she looked her face looked beautiful in the pictures that they showed but like if it was a networking thing like wouldn't just like going to lunch with Nigel be a a more of a prize like yeah and also yeah they show like the finished product one of the photos and like the backdrop is so edited yeah <laughs> that it's like at that point why don't you just photoshop me on top of that anyway like god was- i didn't oh. even think about that until you just said you really couldn't see any of sydney in the way that they photoshopped those pictures it was so unrealistic <laughs> so it's just like at this point you just let me go to the top of a bridge. Like what a prize. Yeah. So, oh. So. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, we, we're we kind of like, we, I got to move us along because I will talk about this for a hundred years, but I did think that was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the, the challenge, for, like they kind of move on. Was there anything else you wanted to say about those? Nope. Um, okay, so we'll move on. The, the one thing I thought was really funny, they basically are going to do a challenge where they have to take a picture with Tyra that is for a woman's magazine and a picture with some male photographer that's for a men's magazine. But the Tyra male said, can you rock each planet? And they were really stuck on, on that, thinking it was going to be some sort of like planet themed. Yeah. And I have to say, like when they got to the, the photo shoot, I was like, wait, what? Ro- like, rock this why did they edit so they put so much of that edit in of them trying to figure out what can you rock each planet meant yeah yeah well they literally have nothing to do in that house but guess what the tyra male is so (laughs) i know also as an aside when the very beginning of this episode was like sort of their reaction from the last um elimination and they walked in and there was loose leaf paper like pulled out of a notebook sitting on the tire mail stand and for a second I was like why is like I really thought the tire (laughs) mail was just on loose leaf paper I was like what is this (laughs) the production really started to go downhill money but yeah so they're each doing two photos both are with male models but yeah one is like for a women's magazine one is for the men's 
And um, the the main thing I want to point out um, about Britney's is how awful they spoke about her. Now we've we've discussed heavily that I'm no fan of Britney, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the way they were talking about her. Um, being able to like be quote unquote sexy, like overtly sexy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the male photo shoot, Tyra was literally like, oh, you did such a good job. Like men are probably going to look at you and be like, why is she a model? Like she's not pretty, but they're wrong. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote that down too. Cause I was like, that is such, that would cut me to my core if Tyra was like yeah most people are gonna look at you and be like that woman a model and I'm like oh then she just turns it around like but they're crazy and it's like no that's not the part I'm focusing on well I think that there is a portion of ANTM where Tyra consistently says like pretty is boring and like I know what she means but this was like so direct and so <laughs> like, yeah. like if she doesn't say it directed at anyone but it's just in general like that like sure but this literally being like you know men would be like I'd never be attracted to her but they could be well the, the way that Tyra so they so they basically were doing you know the each shoot and then they would cut to Tyra standing with Jay and um, she would kind of give her feedback. And the way that they talked about most of the women was very upsetting to me. Like, so th- they said that about uh, about Brittany. And then um, they kept saying, like, about Natasha, like, oh, she's, like, too sexy. Like, she'll be, like, you have to be careful with her because she'll be, like, porn star. And, like, even when she started uh, – before she started take even she even came out jay said to the male photographer watch out for this next one cuz she could get pretty porn star and i just like it just felt really gross and really weird to me like i get i get saying like if you're going to like there's certain positions and certain things that are going to look a little not what we want for this type of magazine like that's fine but just it just felt so shamey and weird and they kept saying it about her and I was I kept feeling like I don't I think one of the designers said it too and I was like I don't understand what why we're saying this about her like what is she doing that is so much different than besides the fact that she wasn't like super super thin like the other women like yeah they kept talking about like the mouth and that she like would push her lips out and it's like (laughs) oh so just like her mouth she can totally help that. Yeah, like they were just fixated on it. Yeah, and then the Dion thing. Okay, yeah. Huge problem. So their consistent critique was that Dion looked angry. Mm-hmm. And for those who have not seen this season, Dion at this point in the season is the only black woman left. And they just consistently tell her she looks angry. And it just felt so gross to me because I don't, I don't know what they meant. <laughs> like, 
like there's a specific moment when they say that to her and it just seems so untrue to me yeah that just helps reinforce that they've just like decided that that's what they're gonna say yeah and i feel like yeah there's a history on antm of saying that about uh certain women and they all are black yeah so yeah it's so wild like mm -hmm. yeah it, it felt so it it felt like so purposeful which is the weird part like where it felt like they were they were really being nitpicky but only to her and only in that way which was so strange like it just yeah. felt ugh. it well, didn't feel great about like everything all the criticism in general it's like like for natasha they they were like you've got like turtle neck or whatever <laughs> and then they tried to like show an example in the edit and i was like i don't see it like their their criticisms like i would never think on my own yeah, yeah. Whether it's <laughs> that Dion looks angry or that Natasha has a turtleneck, like, I don't see it. And of all of the pictures, the one that I thought looked the most insane, and it's at no fault of her own, but was Renee's women's magazine look where she had her hand, like, so she's in water in a bikini with a dude, and she has her hands up in this, like, what they described as, like, flamenco dancing, I think or some sort of dancing and it was so weird it did and she looked lovely in the picture and tyra directed her to do that so it's not that she just decided to do something weird with her hands but i was like what's happening in this like, picture yeah in in what real life moment would you ever like be snuggled up to a guy <laughs> but then also just have your hands like oh, like you would not and yeah they had so much praise for that so much praise for that <laughs> And you know what? Well, no, I don't, I don't want to say that, but it's just between like Dion and Renee, mm -hmm. want to tell me like one of them looks angry and the other doesn't like. Agreed. And in fact, one of the critiques that Renee got was that her, her portfolio, her photos looked too harsh. So if any, like, I mean, you could say that of any of these women, like, I yeah. don't know. Um, <laughs> also, Tyra kept doing like an impression of Natasha, which was very <laughs> weird and like, I don't know, it, it just the whole thing was weird. And we'll, I think we're probably getting to the point of, of um, judging, but I did, I was, I was a little sad that we got Twiggy instead of Janice Dickinson. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Twiggy, bless her, but she's just um, not as out there. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get to judging, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tyra was on the beach and her pants got wet. Thank you. I did write this down and I appreciate that you brought this up. Tyra's pants got wet. And so she's just like kneeling there and she goes, I made a pee pee, mommy. <laughs> and then they just like cut away like that was nothing. Like it was nothing. It was so creepy and weird. <laughs> Tyra Banks is 
fucking weird as hell. She really is. I mean, I mean, this probably doesn't even rank on the weirdest things that she's done. But when she said that, I was, I feel like she said it twice too. Like she was like waiting for a laugh and it was just like so weird. I made a pee-pee, mommy. I made a pee-pee. Oh, well, that, yeah, that counts as humor to her. Didn't love it. Didn't love that at all. <laughs> no, we have different ideas of humor. <laughs> but judging. Yes. I mean, the panel is iconic. It happens every episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The first prize is a $100,000 contract with CoverGirl Cosmetics, a six-page spread in Seventeen Magazine. Yeah. Or I did wrong order but you get it's it. all right i got it and cover and uh are they at elite model management in this one yeah that was the first thing i should have said okay because i think they switch model like management companies at some point but mm-hmm. yeah uh <laughs> noted fashion photographer nigel <laughs> <Parker>. <laughs> i loved when nigel was on the, the panel because i think he leaves and then comes back or something at some point but um <laughs> he always looks so perturbed by Tyra Banks. Like she'll like make a joke about him, or like I think like this week's joke was that men are the accessory, which is a weird. And then she was like, "By the way, Nigel, I know you were a model, but hate to say it, accessory." And he was just like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like stop talking to me." Like I love Nigel for the show, yeah, but just as a person, ugh. yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I feel like I'm trying to think of like the the future ho- like our judges they have because like Miss J becomes a a judge at some point and then Miss J was on this panel. Oh, I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I mean they have Andre Leon Talley later. Oh, yeah, like, that's right. Vogue. They had Kimorley Simmons on like the first seed cycle. Look, I got you doing it now. Um, at some point, there. Um, oh my gosh, I'm gonna forget her name. The mean boss from the hills was was a judge at some point because they did this weird social media season where part of their score was based on social media likes, which was very strange. Yeah. Anyway, huh. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, Tyra calls them forward. They look at photos that have been chosen for them as supposedly the best. Mm-hmm. And it came out in the year 2021. Nigel admitted that they purposely picked bad ones, which makes sense. They yeah. want to have stuff to talk about. But um, yeah, I always just love that as a concept of the show. Like, they're going to eliminate you on one photo and you have no idea, like, if the others were better or, yeah. like, whatever. It's great. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, though, is so another trope of this show is usually the first one or two episodes, Tyra will chastise what outfit someone chose to wear yes. to panel and what that means and what how a, a model should dress, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I, <laughs> when I saw the outfits these women were wearing, I was like, this is bonkers. They, they like, so Natasha was wearing like an all black, like black pants, black shirt. Yeah. 
fine. But the rest of them wore these like bright sundresses and they all just did not look like they fit them right. They looked weird. It was distracting. I was like, I thought my brain was like, I thought they were supposed to be like blank canvases. And this is like the standard across the board for all of them. It was very, it was very shocking to me. Well, and, and yeah, like Tyra just picks and chooses like, like when to chastise them for it and not. So like yeah. this was a time where it was just like, okay, but next time she'll scream at them for it. Like <laughs> it's just, there's no rhyme or reason. It's very strange. Um, I don't want to skip ahead, but the I wanted to talk about the way that Tyra eliminates contestants mm-hmm. because it always makes me laugh. So basically she has all the pictures. They can't see them of the the women who are still there. And if if she does not call your name, then you're eliminated, right? Right. Um, But the thing I always thought was funny is that the way the wording of it is, first of all, she gets her serious voice. So she, she gets up to, they do the critique, they talk, they decide, they make a decision, whatever. Deliberate. Yes. And then they bring them back in and she stands up and she has like the pictures in her hand and she, and she says, the next name I'm going to call is blank like you know and it i the phrasing of that is so bizarre because she's basically narrating what she does yeah 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 you're right like it's like passive it's not like i call it's the next name i'm going to call yeah yeah why if you wrote a paper like that your professor would (laughs) not be happy um and the (laughs) this one made me particularly laugh because so each uh, each person took two photos for this week. So this one, when she got to the, the last two people, so she's going to call the name of the person who's there and the other person's going home. She said, I'm going to read it because I wrote it down because it made me laugh. I have two photos in my hand and those two photos are of one girl and I will only say, say one name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tyra, no one was confused. No one was confused. You got it. It was just so bizarre because she, <laughs> it was like she said, I have two photos in my hand. And normally she'll say, I have one photo left. And then she says, so who goes home? The girl who did this or the girl who did that, whatever. But she, it was like she accidentally said two photos. And so she had to like explain why it was two instead of one. And it was, yeah. it was well, so like, funny to me. Passed off. Yeah, I think so. She's a pro, you know, she's a pro. She's a pro. I think in terms of the critiques, I mean, again, so with Brittany, you know, they mention it sounds like your go sees didn't go well. Not one designer wanted to book you. And that was the first she was learning of that. And she begins to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Miss J is like, no more crying. <laughs> you, you do this every week enough um and what about the was there anything from the other girls critiques that was i mean they basic i mean the 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 two choices they gave were do we get rid of the girl who takes amazing pictures but can't book a job or someone who books all the jobs but need but her pictures are only okay Mm -hmm. is basically what they said Yeah. yeah 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 (laughs) <laughs> and that was Dion was the other one who was in the bottom two. Right. Tough choice. 
I, I honestly thought they were going to get rid of Dion, and I was, like, ready to be so mad. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought they would just because that's what would make me angry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the other thing about, like, calling Dion angry, is she's, like, the funnest one there, and just, yeah. like, most, like, lighthearted. Not that it, not that she would need to be for calling her that based on her look for that to be bad, but, like, she's not at all. She's so fun. Yeah, and as a side note, in panel, they were, like, give us three looks right now, and she gave three looks, and they were, like, mean, mean, mean see what I mean? And I was like, no, she can't. She doesn't know what you're talking, like. <laughs> no, she literally cannot see what you mean. <laughs> but oh, yeah. man. Brittany actually went home. She did. She did. I was just looking up the cast really quick just to see their ages. Gosh, they are all so young. I mean, like, the, the entire cast is essentially, the oldest person in the cast was 24. That's <laughs> And for me to be four years older, I thought these girls were, like, adult. I mean, they are adults, but, like, just these wise beings. And now I'm, yeah. like, I, I'm sorry I put that on them because <laughs> there's no reason. Well, they're very tall. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was it. Maybe that's what what it was <laughs> they did do a short person season too not like a little person but like just average height people right like five four yeah like, yeah like if you weren't gonna book job real jobs before you <laughs> certainly aren't now unless you want to be an actor because yeah. then i feel like being six one or whatever someone in this season was six one then you'd probably have trouble as a six one lady but but so I think it's important to note, um, you know, Brittany packs up and leaves. But while that's going on, ANTM just has the best uh, background music. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it so much. So, you know, they play stuff as she's packing to go and kind of talking about her journey. Um, and then I love the final photo. Yes. All the girls where they airbrush her out. <laughs> That's how they show someone's been eliminated. I yeah. always loved the, uh, the they'll, they'll cycle through every photo they took for the season and then it gets to that one and then they disappear. Like for whatever reason, I loved watching that. And I loved it this time. I was like, I got to make sure I watch all her photos really quick. It's poetic. I loved it. And this is, something that's super embarrassing like back when I was deep into watching this I found where I could download the entire song that they play while they airbrush uh the eliminate eliminated can, <laughs> is eliminate a word uh can be <laughs> okay when they airbrush them out and like I would get emotional if I listened to it <laughs> Because I was like, it represents a girl, like, who, who can't follow through with her dream, and <laughs> so. As an aside, in this season, that all-person photo was the one where they, I, they look like they're just wrapped in, like, tape, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I, I do remember liking that one for some, like, I was just like, yeah, this one's cool. 
<laughs> different well, times, you know. Different times. Well, I mean, I think it goes without saying that both of us have watched, will watch, would watch any season of this of this show. Truly, I mean. You just tell me when and where. I, I mean, I there's seasons of it that I have not seen. I mean, later seasons, and I don't know if they're they're worth watching, but. I don't, I don't either. But, um, yeah, if 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 you need me to pick another, because there, you know, we hit a a good trope here with the go sees. Yeah. But then, yeah. you know, there's a makeover. There's uh, yeah. you know, there's other big monumental oh, yeah. things. All right. Well, do you have anything to plug? Um. I have some out of town shows coming up, but you know, no one's <laughs> so. <laughs> well, perfect. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Um, at Airhead, E H R underscore H E A D. All right, and we are T uh, O underscore Pod on Twitter, and welcome to Reality M K E on Instagram. Thank you so much, Dana. Thank you. Could not have asked for a better episode. That means the world to me. <laughs> Thanks, Dana.